Hello and welcome to another episode of Growing Online Business, where I go over all of the ins and outs, ups and downs, and trials, successes and failures of trying to start an online business. Right. So as many of you might know, this is a late episode. Uh, this one's coming to you several days after it's actually supposed to be coming to you. And that is because I was incredibly busy and working on some things. Now, some good news. We are working on our sister podcast, which is Minding Your Business, and it is beginning to uh, really make some momentum. So just as a quick heads up, we are putting together a masterclass cohort of eight lucky business owners um, or entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs, but basically people that are interested in looking to grow or expand their business. And it's completely free. Um, all we ask is that you share your success story and how how we were able to help you on our next season of growing of uh, the Minding Your Business podcast. So uh, the best place to find that, I'll put it in the show notes. Just click through. Typically, uh, you can find us on on either LinkedIn or Facebook. Um, you can check out our website at mybpodcast.com. And that's the Minding Your Business podcast website. Uh, we will be posting all of the uh, episodes and seasons on there. So you'll have a nice, easy way to track and find those. Um, but at any rate, we do have season one recorded. We are working on season two. We're fin doing putting the finishing touches on season one before we officially launch. So um, if you're interested at all in becoming part of that mastermind, check out the Facebook group at Minding Your Business on Facebook. So um, that's, that's all I got to say about that. So what I was working on this week in the business was again, trying to polish and finish up working on the assessments that I have, which are the first segment in the, uh, customer, um, I don't want to call it a ladder, but it's, it's in the customer experience that comes on, uh, onto the website. So I'm planning on hopefully being able to run some, um, ads and some different things, um, let's say different social media platforms to drive traffic to my landing pages. The landing pages are going to be giving away um, basically free information, free stuff that you're going to be able to utilize to further your, um, your education and your interest in the area of what I'm, what I'm actually going to be ultimately trying to sell you or sell the customer, the client. And then um, it's going to slowly make offers to them up and down through the customer experience based on what it is they're looking to actually accomplish. So there are a couple of different routes um, to take on there in, and it really depends on, on the ultimate um, end result or end goal that you're looking for. So I am working on that customer, uh, customer experience and um, I'm really getting excited. Once this part's done, then I can actually start sharing with you the harder parts, which is driving traffic. So the marketing aspect, the driving the traffic, um, that's going to take a little bit more uh, concentrated effort. And so I'm really excited. I really um, am going to do a pretty heavy push on uh, YouTube. And the reason I'm going to be using YouTube is because YouTube is the the world's like second largest search engine behind Google. And of course, Google owns both, right? So why wouldn't you utilize that search engine? The beauty of that is when you search something on Google, Google is also giving you um, results from YouTube. So if somebody's looking for something that you're posting videos about, the, the likelihood of them finding you through Google because you're on YouTube is 
is excellent. So rather than just trying to target Google and write articles and so forth, um, it's a it's a really good um, tactic or technique to make YouTube videos so it can be found organically in YouTube. And then also it can be found organically through search on Google. So you get a kind of double whammy by putting your, your content on YouTube. Now there's some other added, um, uh, leverages, let's say, and that is if you write an article and then you embed the video that you made on YouTube in the article, now you're creating kind of a spider web and a back and forth kind of ping pong table thing where you have an article and a video, the video is embedded into the article. So now regardless of if they look it up on, on Google, they're likely to find it both on Google and on YouTube. And if you do a really good job of making the video and making a video worth watching, and then you're able to use the chaptering system so that all of the questions that they have can be answered by simply skipping right to the part of the video that you want them to see immediately, um, you have a much higher chance of getting that video watched as well. So anyway, we're, we'll talk a little bit more about that when I get to the YouTube portion, and I'll let you know uh, what I find out as far as which which of those things are working the best. We'll track them and then we'll figure out which of them are not working so great, which we can then also track, but then figure out trimming them off. Because realistically, most of the time when we are doing something, 80% of our efforts return us 20% of the results and 20% of our efforts glean us 80% of the results. So realistically, if we can spend 80% of our time on the 20% of the work that's, that is uh, gleaning us the most results, then we can work far less and get far greater results. So we need to find out what that 20% is that's bringing in 80% and then spend most of our time doing that. So we're not wasting time doing the other and, and getting ourselves very little for it. So <clears throat> that's going to be something I'm going to be spending some time working on. So right now I'm still working on, on recording um, some more video content that I will be using in some of the... Um, deeper parts of the customer experience. I've got some landing pages that I need some recorded content for. And then I, I have some of the free stuff that I need to be putting out as well. Um, I've got a couple of, of different mini courses and so forth that are going to um, hopefully enhance the um, user's experience and um, help build a relationship with them so that they will feel comfortable and confident in buying the thing that I'm offering. Um, so just real quick, one thing I wanted to touch on, and I know it's it's not about what I'm doing at this moment, but um, I feel like it needs to be said anyway. And that is that when someone sees enough of your video, enough of your content, they hear your voice enough or they watch you enough, they start to feel like they know you. And so if you want to build a relationship with somebody, the best way to do it is, is through audio or video. Because just written content, if there isn't a voice to the words, they won't hear your voice when they're reading your words. Okay, so the best thing to do is have them hear your words and actually see your face when you're talking to them. And if you can do that, even if I, I believe it's, oh, last time I looked it up, it was about six minutes but six minutes over three distinct times. So it's gotta be three separate times that they've seen you at for at least a total of six minutes. Now, my thought is if you can do three five minute videos, <clears throat> you're going to have um, reached them in such a way 
that they will feel a connection to you anyway. They are going to start recognizing you when they see you on different videos or or on other social media um, outlets. And so then when they see that, they go, oh, yep, I remember this. Oop, I remember this person. And so that's kind of what we're trying to build here. Uh, the main thing to remember is people don't buy things. I mean, I know we think they do, but people don't buy things, they buy people. And so if you want to sell the thing you're trying to sell, you have to convince them that you are the person to buy from. And so if they want to support you and your voice, your mission, your statement, the thing that you represent, if they want to buy that and support you, then they're going to buy whatever it is you're offering. But you can tell them about all of the features in the world of the thing you're trying to sell. And if they're not interested in the benefits of it, they're not going to buy it. So people buy emotionally, not logically. So stop trying to talk people into buying what it is you're selling and rather talk to them about what having the thing you're selling is going to get them, right? It's going to get them time. It's going to get them money. It's going to get them relaxation or, or connection, whatever the case is, whatever it is that you're actually offering, stop telling people about the features and start telling them about the benefits of having those features. All right. I hope that makes sense. I'm looking forward to talking to you in a couple of days. I'll be back on here on Sunday. Again, I apologize for this being so late.